Wait, did you? All right. Welcome, everybody. This is, I think, the 15th installment of Rock and Roll Talking Soul. Maybe. We got an impromptu podcast going, which is, in my opinion, the best ones. And uh, so my guest today is none other. We've been talking about this for a long time. Yes. And so is Josh Rittenauer, but I beat him to it. Bish! Megan McIlvain. <gasps> he said For, my right name. Yeah, I almost said Gennaro. <laughs> Formerly Megan Gennaro, but this is Megan McIlvain now. She's she's married into the McIlvain clan. Thank God. Yeah. The better clan? Do you like, think? Like, I love Mark McIlvain so much. Yeah, he's the best. I'd love to get him on the podcast. He wouldn't do it. I know he wouldn't do it. He's totally against technology. We could probably get five funny minutes out of him, and then he would just get up and walk away. Like, the fact that he even has a smartphone still amazes me. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. He had a flip phone for, like, ever. Up until, I think, a couple months ago, he got Amy's old smartphone. Now he has a smartphone. If it was still conducive to the real world nowadays, I would still have a flip phone. My Envy was my best friend. Envy. Which one was the Envy? It like, on the front it looked like a phone, then you open it up, it had like the keyboard. It was, did it slide or flip? It, so it was like this, like a, th- like a hot dog, and then it opened like a hamburger. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like paper folding. Yeah, or just like, like a hot dog bun. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, as the last bunch of podcasts have gone, we haven't done any music reviews. Which is okay. I don't want to pigeonhole myself into, you know, a corner. But you know I love Cardi B, so yeah, it can't work. We could do a Cardi review. I mean, I love Cardi. Yeah. <laughs> Cardi. But, uh, yeah, we were jamming, me and Meg were jamming pretty hard at the Arch Cafe, which uh, it sounds like a prestigious environment, but it's really just a Connorsville bar. But it's the best kinds of Connorsville bar. The arch the kind feels where you like leave home. Alive. <laughs> yes, the arch feels like home. Yeah. Now. Yeah. So we were jamming there one night. Uh, was that two weeks ago? Oh God, no! It was longer than that. Was it? Yeah, because it was before I started my like cleanse that I did. Oh yeah, you're not pooping everywhere cleanse. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so it did had- I tell you that I tweeted that quote out? No. Yeah, because you don't have Twitter anymore. I don't have Twitter. Yeah, I, twi- I uh, tweeted out your quote that you said earlier at the bar at Almer's. Uh, it was to the point where I was shitting on the side of the road. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. You know what? It happens. I'm a, I'm not afraid to admit it because if someone else is having that problem and they won't admit it, I'll do it for them. Yeah, I hate when girls admit that they don't poop because it's false. Who gives a shit? Yeah, you gives lots of shits on the side of the road. Yes. Like, when I first started dating Adam, the one thing he said to me was, like, I'm so impressed. Let me see you poop. No. He told me that he was, like, impressed that I would eat in front of him. Oh, that's a huge thing for guys. Why? Because, like, when a dude dates a chick, because dudes are dudes, so we're going to eat, we're going to fart, we're going to poop, and that's just our natural environment. And so it's awful when you can't just be comfortable in that natural environment. So when you date a chick that won't eat, you know that they're just holding back. So what that does is it puts in your mind that you should hold back. And it's uncomfortable. That's wrong. It is wrong. Because I remember our first date, we went to an Italian restaurant. How old were you guys? 
I was 18, so okay. he was 19 going on 20. We're exactly a year and a half apart. Nice. Like, my birthday's in May, his is in November, so technically November's like my half birthday. And then November 11th. That's when we always have our bangers, mm-hmm. which we should have one this year, I think, at our new we place We haven't here. had one in a while, so we need to. Yeah, it's been years. But we went to an Italian restaurant, and I loved this place, so I took him there. What was it? Pasqualino's in Irwin. You've told me about that before, yeah. So good. So I took him there, and I'm like, everything here is good. Just get whatever you want, whatever. And at the end of the, end of the date, we got in the car. <laughs> and he always brings this up. We got in the car, driving home. He's like, that was so good. I loved it. He Adam eats super fast. So I got a box for my, the rest of my food, whatever we left. I start eating in the car. Yeah. He's like, first of all, I've never seen a girl eat in front of me mm-hmm. and, and like not a salad. And second of all, I've never seen a girl eat in the car after we are driving yeah, down the that's road. that's huge. That's, a, that's the first step to knowing when a girl's the one. And I looked at him. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, is this bad or is this no, good? No, it's great. Like, what that's are we great. doing that's here? Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome though. Because like, it just, as a dude, it makes you feel self-conscious about being a dude. Yeah. And like, realistically, if you're going to be in a lasting relationship, you both have to be comfortable kind of 100%. With like all the stuff that you would normally be uncomfortable with. And it took us a while. I mean, it takes a while for anyone. But like, I remember the first time Adam ever farted in front of me. Yeah. I like tickled. I tickled him and he did it. And I don't think he knew that I knew he did until I started like laughing on the floor and couldn't stop. (laughs) But then from there, it was literally just downhill. There's been actually (laughs) my. she who must not be named my last relationship that was the only relationship i'd been in where i actually farted like in front of my girlfriend like outwardly like the one like all the other ones like i would definitely do it but i wouldn't just outwardly do it and then laugh about it yeah and i mean i guess that is one of the things where it's like farts are funny they but are it's not something you do in front of people that you're trying to be like cool in front of right so you have to like as a guy, you have to meet a chick. You have to be with a chick that A, thinks farts are funny. <laughs> and then B, is going to still love you after being around you when you fart. Okay. If you don't think farts are funny. Exactly. That's leave. Correct. Yeah. That's Here, where it ends. Bye. That's where the date See ends. See you later. Yeah. Everyone thinks farts are funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something that happens. It's gas. Yeah. You either burp or you fart. Like, yeah. come on. Or both. Sometimes both. Oh my god! And it's called a double pipe classic. If it no. happens at the same time, shout out to Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky. Have you ever seen Grown Ups the movie? Yeah, I loved Grown Ups. Burp, snarf. When they burp, sneeze, and fart at mm. the same time. I don't. That's not physically possible. I don't know. You can't burp okay. and sneeze at the same they time. They do it on the movie, so like it has to be real, you know. False. That's not how movies work. Yeah, it is. No. Everything on the internet's true. That's true. That's definitely true. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> the fuck was I going to ask you? I had something in my head. I've been drinking a little. Um, We've both been drinking a little. You're right. But you know what? Up until now, you wouldn't probably have known. I mean, I did slur a little, but it's fine. Yeah. It's too quiet in this room. I could tell how drunk I am when a room gets real quiet. 
Like if I'm at a bar where it's real noisy and there's shit going on, I'm like, yeah, I'm not even drunk. But also, like, this is the first time I've done a podcast. True. Slightly nervous. Yeah, don't be nervous. Also, there are people sleeping in this house. Don't want to wake them up because I'm a loud Italian broad. Yeah. Don't want to do that. You're a Dago broad. <laughs> I mean, yes. Somebody said Dago in Delalo's once when I was there. And you should have seen the old people that turned around. They were like, what? Did they get mad? A little. That's weird. I would I would think they'd be like, I always think that Italians act like uh, Jerseys. Jersey peoples when they're like, um, like, oh yeah, I'm a giddy, I'm a, I'm a, what are they, Guido, that's it. I'm a, yeah. Gu- yeah, I'm a fucking Guido, like that kind of shit. I always feel like they take it as a sign of pride. I think a little bit, but I feel like the older generation, like my pap. Yeah, yeah well, your pap's like legit straight off oh the boat. Oh my God. Which is another thing that Italians like to say straight off the boat. He, <laughs> so my grandparents are older, um, my dad's parents. Most grandparents are. Well, they're, yeah. <laughs> so my pap fell a couple weeks ago. Well, actually, it was probably a couple months ago. And he hurt his shoulder. He didn't break anything, but he still had to go get it checked out and everything. So I call my dad. I FaceTime him. And I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, oh, I'm just sitting here with Nana and pap. Pap fell today, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, let me talk to pap. He starts screaming at me in Italian. And I'm like, okay. Which is the only way to speak Italian is to scream it. Correct. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I know what you're saying, but I haven't spoken to you in Italian since I was a child. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how to respond since to you. Since you were a bambina. Yeah. He's screaming at me. I'm like, what happened? He's like saying all this stuff. I'm like, okay, bathroom, fall, tub, fuck this shit. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, that's basically what he's saying. And he's like, the goddamn sink. I'm like, okay, well, I'm glad you're good. Like, no worries. And then my dad's like, okay, I'll see you later. I'm like, oh God. This is your dad's dad? Mm-hmm. Does your dad speak Italian? No. He can understand it like you can? I think because I think when I was, when I was little, I would go to my grandparents' house every week and my pap would talk to my sister and i in italian like i don't think my sister remembers it as much but i do sister oh my god she's a babe stop it's true she's a babe anyway continue (laughs) but shout out to amanda Gennaro. oh my god (laughs) but i remember things he would say to me like he would call me buzzle of god and it's hard-headed say it again into the mic buzzle of god okay it's hard-headed, stubborn, and that's who I am. I mean, I'm still to this day Basil of God, asshole, shithead, terrible. <laughs> and so when he was talking to me, I could understand him, but I'm like, okay, I don't know, even know what to say to you right now because, first of all, you're pissed, and second of all, I don't understand. So I don't know. I mean, I just, I listen to him, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. And he has this thing where, like, he can talk to me in Italian, but if I talk to him in English, he can still relate it and like translate simultaneously and be like, yeah. cool, yeah, I got it. Whatever. Yeah. Which is a good sign, I guess, since he's old. Yeah. He can think in both brainwaves. I wish I had a family member that spoke a different language. No. I definitely do. I wish I would have grown up bilingual because I've been trying to learn Spanish a little bit here and there. Oh my gosh. Which is pretty similar to Italian. I love Spanish. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I took Spanish through middle school into high school and I love it. I took one 
nine weeks of Spanish in junior high. And mm-hmm. then I took French the rest of them. And then when I got to college, I did college French one, which I learned more in that semester than I did in all four years of high school French. And then, did I say French? College French? Yeah. Yes. And then I took, at the same time, I took college Italian one. And everybody oh, was like, yeah, everybody had that reaction that you did, but it actually wasn't that bad because most of the verbs were very similar and yeah. they conjugate very similar. So it actually wasn't that bad. It's like the romance languages. Yeah, the Latin languages, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I mean, everything stems from Latin. Well, not all of them, but the, the romance languages do. Yeah. Yeah. But I love, I loved Spanish. Yeah, when I took it, I like it a lot. I mm-hmm. I quit doing it, and it's funny because I was doing the Duolingo app. I love that. It's app. great. It's fucking fantastic. Yes. I actually wrote a funny comedy. That's a little bird. It. Yeah, yeah, but it's like um, it's funny when you quit doing it for a while, it'll just message you and be like, "Don't give up on Spanish. Give it another try." Come and back I feel so to bad. us. Yeah, exactly. I feel so bad. It like emails me, and I'm like, well, first of all, shut up. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Second of all, relax. I'll come back. <laughs> like, give me some space. Yeah. We got too serious, yeah. a little hot and heavy. We, we just got to cool down. You and you, me, you and... Was it an owl? Yeah, it's like an owl or like a bird. or It looks like a parrot. It's, it's green. It's definitely not a parrot. Owls aren't green, though. I don't... You don't know that. Owls... I don't, there I'm might be some sure. green owls. I'm, I'm taking okay. machine I'm off. Googling it now. I know. I see that. Don't worry. Yeah, give it a googs. But... The only time I use Spanish now <laughs> is when I go to like. When you talk to the dishwashers? <laughs> no. Oh, that's terrible. We pull no punches here at Rock and Roll Talking Soul. It's when I go to like the Mexican restaurant with my family. Yeah. Oh, I'm begging for that opportunity. Hold on. Because I'm perfect at restaurant Spanish. I can get by on restaurant Spanish. Don Patron in Greensburg by Tapped. Right by Walmart. Yeah. They love my mother. Yeah. Didn't you guys go get bombed on margaritas and shit? My mom does not drink. Like, she drinks a little, but she never get, like, goes and gets drunk. I've been to your drunk. wedding. She, she well, drinks. Well, I don't really know if she was drunk at my wedding. No, but she was definitely drinking. Maybe she wasn't. I don't remember. But they, all the workers at this restaurant love my mom. Yeah. So when we walk in, like they're like, oh, let's go sit down, blah, blah, blah. They take really good care of us, and they bring us shots That's awesome. the whole time we're of there. tequila? Yes. My favorite. If my mom's there, we get like good shots. Yeah, the top shelf shit. If my mom doesn't come with us, we get shitty stuff. <laughs> the bottom shelf. Yes. The stuff with the worm in it. So she will go there, and like they love her, and... I will talk to them in Spanish and they think it's like the best thing ever. And I'm like, I'm probably insulting you and this is terrible and I shouldn't be speaking well, my mixed Spanish to you. From what I understand, most people that are bilingual, the best result you can get is if you at least attempt to speak their language. That's the Because yeah. they know you're at least trying. They hate when the Americans come in and just don't even give it a shit. Give a shit and then just try and order an American and expect them to just know everything. Like, you at least try, then they're cool with it. Yeah, and I mean, I think learning Spanish is, it helped me a little, just because there are immigrants in our country. Definitely. I mean... Build that fucking wall, that's what I'm Mexicans saying. Mexicans <laughs> built 
my house. Yeah. My parents' house. Oh, yeah. And they were amazing at what they did. They're the hardest fucking workers around. But I could understand what they were saying. I couldn't necessarily communicate back to them, but I knew what they were saying. Yeah. And that's what, in the restaurant, like, they'll say stuff, and I'm like, hey, I know what you just said. Yeah. And they're like, ooh. Comprende. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Gachi, Um, brother. I just love the Latin culture in general. Not, I mean, obviously, there's stuff that I don't know about it, but, like, A, it's my favorite food. That and Italian. They're my two. Latin food? Well, just, like, Mexican food. Okay. In general. But I mean the Latin culture, because I don't want to just say Mexican, because well, the Spanish that I'm learning on Duolingo is like Spaniard Spanish. Because Mexico and Spain, like, they have different stuff. Right. Like, and, everything. And even the language, like, Spaniards, if you they hear you speaking like a Mexican form, they look down on anything that speaks Spanish that isn't Spaniard. Because it's not... It's not proper. Yeah. And it's funny, like, they say, like, racism is such a big thing in America. And it's definitely a problem in America. Yeah. But, like, every other country is just as fucking racist as us, you know? Yeah. I mean, Spain and Mexico, you would think that they would be the same. But Mexico's almost like the dirty stepchild of Spain. Yeah. And, like, the language... Which sounds al- horrible. <laughs> the language alone is kind of like a slang version of Correct. Spanish. It's very much a slang, shorter version of correct spanish i guess i wonder if they have that like in italian do you know there is slang because buzzle god what my pap would call me yeah if you would google it it's nowhere yeah but i mean like okay so like so there is slang right but like what i'm saying is um trying to think of like the best way to explain it so like there's french then there's french canadian Okay. So, like, the French will look down on French-Canadian because it's kind of like a bastardized version of their language. (laughs) And the same with, like, Mexican and uh, Spain. Spain. And uh, what's the other? I just just had it in my fucking brain. Stuff is just falling out of my brain right now. Well, the only thing I could think of would be is, like, Naples. I'm sorry, not Naples. Sicily is the island of of Italy. I'll come back to it. England is what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, I'm wondering if, like, since Sicily is off of Italy but still part of the country if they have a different yeah. like slang or language or something like that. So like the little bit that I understand of Italian culture, Sicilian is more of like a purist Italian culture. Oh, okay. Like like Italy has like it's kind of like the US it has like a little bit of everything as far as Italian culture goes, but Sicilian is kind of like it's it. It's it. Like, it is what it is, and there's no outside cultures that come into it. Yeah. It, it, like, it is what it is. Like, even the mafia, you have to be Sicilian. You can't just be Italian. You have to be Sicilian to get made. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of a good example of it. But, like, so the England uh, reference that I was making. Like, so northern England is, like, the south of America. Okay. And southern England is, like, the real posh proper Okay. And then northern is where you get like the Cockney kind of like like the southern accent in America that sounds like hillbilly and trashish. Hey, That's, I wish I had a southern accent. I I used to. It's gone away since I've moved I up know. here. But uh, so the northern England is that's where that's their okay. southern is so like so it's like flip flopped. Yeah, exactly. But then uh-huh. doesn't doesn't the north of England turn into Ireland, Scotland? Um, Yes, I believe so. I believe you have to pee. Okay, we can take a break. I'll pa- I'll pause it. Meg's got to pee. All right, we'll pause and then we'll come back. 
All right, we're back. We took some peas, had a cig. Made a yellow. Made a yellow, yeah. Oh, she's cracking over another mm-hmm. angry orchard. I don't remember what we were talking about, but... Language. Language, yeah, language. We can get into, um, since this is a album review podcast, we can start reviewing some podcasts. Okay. Because I know you're into the podcast. You turned yes. me on to Lore. Lore? Which I have quit listening to, but I was listening to oh. it pretty regularly for a while. Lore is the most soothing podcast ever. Yeah, it was putting me to sleep at work. That's why yeah. I quit listening to it. His name's Aaron Mankey, yeah. and he's actually an author, and yeah. he has... So, I got really excited because after Lore like caught flame and got popular... Describe what Lore is. So, Lore is... Let me also move this. that mic closer to your face. What? Move the mic closer to your face. You want it about a fist away from your face. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lore is a podcast about folklore and legends. Yeah. And this guy, Aaron Mankey, I swear, like, I know I said it before, he has the most soothing voice. Yeah, he's a very calm, tranquil voice. He can put you to sleep. Yeah. Which, I listen to him when I'm driving, which isn't good. Yeah. But, he does his research, and Mm -hmm. he talks about, like, I remember there was this one about, like, changelings in Ireland, I think. Yep, I remember that one. And Mm -hmm. people thought that their kids were being taken by these changelings and turned into, like, trolls or something. Yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, they're... Sounds like somebody that was drunk, which these, makes sense because yeah. it's the Irish. They lost their the kid. Irish, the Irish. They lost their kid. We're going to blame it on someone else. Yeah. They're Fucking also, changeling. They call everything um, pix- or fairies. Yes. Is it pixies or fairies? I think it's both. They, I think pixies is a different thing. That's like the lawn ornament thing, right? Like the things that go... Like, like a gnome? <laughs> what they would call pixies would be like Tinkerbell. With, the, with it's like a bunch of tinkerbells that fuck around in their okay. garden yeah. and stuff and then fairies bad. well that's what fairies are i think fairies oh. are like basically any type of like supernatural force kind of thing like ghost things that like cause mischief and shit they call okay. those fairies okay so like we think of fairy as like tinkerbell but over there yeah, it's kind like of like good. a ghost okay yeah. yeah so he talks about like the fairies and he'll talk about werewolves and vampires yeah. and all kinds of stuff but there's so much history behind it mm-hmm. and he makes it so i don't want to say believable but he makes it like they get interesting like something that you want to yeah. like look into it at least yeah. yeah and you're like oh my god what if these are real like this happened and i mean this was before internet and yeah. other stuff that yeah. people were like oh this stuff's happening but his podcast are so soothing, even though they're talking about sometimes terrible things. He created like an Amazon video series and I was so excited to watch it. And he does live podcasts and shit too. Yeah. Then you you saw him before? No. You just went, what was the one you just went and saw? My Mm -hmm. favorite murder. Yeah. Okay. But when I watched it on Amazon, I was bummed. Because it was literally a podcast episode with like illustrated drawings. Yeah, that's what I figured it would be. So it kind of let me down. 
but whatever. It's cool. I mean, he put a lot of work into it, whatever. Yeah. Adam got me one of his books that was about uh, Native Americans and spirits. Yeah. And it was really good. That's good good shit. Mm Mm-hmm. The thing that I liked about it that which when you explained it to me was the reason I got interested in the first place is because one of my most fond memories of like being in school as a child was around Halloween time when you would start making me too. But like specifically the way I remember it from being a kid in school, Mm -hmm. because like I remember just the smell of like the glue and the, the like paper, like construction paper and stuff where you'd make the crafts and all kinds of shit You'd, like, make pumpkins and stuff. And they were always, like, doing, like, Edgar Allan Poe stories. Yeah. And, like, I forget the name of the book, but it was, like, a book of just, like, folklore and spooky stories and shit. And we would always read those. And I always loved them. Yeah. And it was always, like, illustrated stuff. Uh-huh. And it was just always, there was always, like, a like a cassette tape that accompanied uh-huh. it. And it was, like, with spooky noises in the background and shit while they would tell the story. Yeah. I always loved that. Yeah. Halloween is one of my favorite times of year. Like, yeah, me too. When Adam and I got married, I I literally wanted to have a Halloween wedding. Yeah. I had everything planned. That would have been sick. Yes. I was like, people can come in costume. It would be so fun. Yeah. And I blame my parents for that. Like when <laughs> you I... You always got to blame the parents. Well, not in a bad way though. Like when I was little, my parents would have Halloween parties at their house. Yeah. And all these drunk people would be at my house. I'm like three four five years old yeah all these drunk people were stumbling through my house and like our backyard would just be on fire but it was a bonfire yeah and i loved it so ever since then i've loved halloween it's like that like the smell yeah and definitely hocus pocus is one of my favorite halloween i'm so fucking pissed because i bought hocus pocus not last year but the year before Mm -hmm. i bought it right at the end of halloween after i already watched it and shit and I never owned it before, but I watched it every year. And then somehow somebody watched Hocus Pocus and did not put the disc back in the case. No. So now I just have an empty Hocus Pocus no. case and the DVD is missing and it drives me fucking insane because I couldn't, God. I every year around the holidays, right before uh, Halloween, I make a big list of like my own 25 movies, not the yeah. ones that are on uh, ABC. Yeah. I make my own list of 25 mm-hmm. movies and then I try to burn through them before Halloween. And I always make a note to read The um, the Raven before, because I love Poe. He's probably my favorite author. But like, yeah. I have the big giant book of all of his stuff. So do I. Yeah. And Anybody I that's love cool it. owns it. Mm-hmm. But, because uh, we're cool. Exactly. <laughs> so like, I always make a point to read that and then watch a bunch of movies. And this year I was burning through all my movies and I got to Hocus Pocus and it was not in there and I was so fucking pissed. And especially because like you can't even just turn on ABC and watch it for me because I got rid of my cable. All I had was internet. So it was just streaming stuff and then movies. I got so fucking mad. I do the same thing for Christmas. I'll make a 25 movie list of my own shit and then watch it. That's smart though because then you can watch what you want. Exactly. Like I'm not going to watch the ones that I don't enjoy. Fuck that. They play Hocus Pocus in the summer sometimes. Mm -hmm. I always have it recorded on my DVR. Yeah, it's the best. We just got a new cable box and we lost all our recordings. And I'm like, okay, the next time Hocus Pocus is on, like we need to record it because I can't go to sleep at night without having Hocus Pocus recorded <laughs> on my DVR. You like, can't sleep without it. It is my there. favorite movie. But even just that time of year when it 
starts to get chilly. Like that is my favorite. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think, like walking around town. Yeah, especially because like I I came from Florida originally. You don't Florida, Florida, and you just Florida, but you don't <laughs> you don't have the change in seasons down there. Yeah. So like even the fall time, you have like the feel of it, like because you know in school but and it's stuff. It's still hot, but it's still just warm, yeah. you know. And you don't have like, although I will say this, trick or treating in Florida was always dope. Yeah, I mean here it's I think it was raining. Just, I think it was just the time frame. Yeah, because like nowadays, which this year they finally decided to do it actually on Halloween. And they did it at night. Scottdale did. Scottdale did. And Mount they Pleasant put out like didn't. a thing like, listen, parents, we want our kids to experience it the way we experienced it. So keep an eye on your kids and everyone else's kids. Make sure everybody's safe. Check your candy, blah, blah, blah. Even though that was a myth too. But like where you get the razor blades and the apples oh and God. shit. Like that was. I used to be so afraid of that. I, I never was. And my mom is a fucking, she just panics about everything. <laughs> like immediately she's like, oh my God. She just freaks out immediately over anything. So, like, my dad has always been go with the flow. And uh, my mom was just not. So, you know, like, I was just telling this story earlier. Mark is our buddy Mark, who's been on a thousand of my podcasts. (laughs) Um, He's going to school for uh, respiratory therapy. So he's learning the phlebotomy shit. And uh, I was talking to him about, like, if they do it wrong and they hit a nerve, you can, like, paralyze that part of, like, your hand or your arm or however bad. So I go get my blood drawn as like maybe 10 year old and I come home and my mom is a court reporter and she just did a federal case where the chick hit a nerve doing phlebotomy, just drawing blood. And then the whole, that whole side of the lady's body was paralyzed after that. And like you picked the worst time in the world to tell me that fucking story. But anyway, um, so my mom panics about everything. So like she would check all the candy and it was just a nightmare. I remember, I, I'm from Greensburg. Greensburg. I lived in Fort Allen, which is, I wouldn't say it's a town, but it's like a little community right near Hemfield High School. Yeah. And that's where I grew up. And where my house was, my grandma lived close by car, not yeah. close by walking. <laughs> so every Halloween... We'd get dressed up, whatever, go through our neighborhood. My mom would start us at our house and make us go to, we would end at my grandma's house. Walking. Yes. That's awesome. And it would get to the point where my sister and I would be like, can we just go home? And my mom's like. carrying you like the last couple blocks. No, they wouldn't even carry us. They're like, no, like we're going. Yeah. But we would end up with so much stuff. Oh, yeah. Like we would get to my grandma's, drive back to my parents' house make homemade pizza and go through all our candy. Yeah. And my mom would take all the chocolate, put it in the freezer and then all the other stuff, just keep it in a bowl. And I still remember that to this day. Like it was so worth it. Yeah. But I hated it. Yeah. And it was to the point where like you knew your neighbors, you could go in their house and be like, Hey, I have to pee. Can we come in? Like (laughs) it was, it wasn't like that in Florida. Yeah. But it was like you would walk and you would walk a lot. And by the end of it, you were just like, I'm going to bed. I'm but it was even, flat. I'm not even fucking true. Not all of it. The one, well, the, there's one place that I lived that was right around a lake. 
And uh, were there mountains? Uh, well, for Florida, it was mountains. There was actually three-story houses, which are non-existent in Florida, unless you're a billionaire. But, oh shit! Yeah, the one one of our Ranch. best friends. Yeah, one of our best friends was loaded. His dad owned like a paint shop. It was actually called the paint shop. Oh shit! S H O P P E. So you do. Oh, it, so, you, so the fancy kind. The shoppy. So shoppy. you knew it was fancy. They had a Durango <laughs> and everything. They were fancy, but uh, they were actually loaded. And I remember his mom was fucking straight German. She would like speak German, but she looked like she was Mexican. It was crazy. It was Florida. It was weird. Oh my God. That's Florida shit. There's a lot of Swedish people in, in Florida. There's a lot of everybody in Florida. It's the melting pot of the U.S. But yeah, literally yeah. more than New York. I think. Well, definitely not more than New York. Well, but <laughs> close. Yeah. Sorry, I've been to New York twice, and I can immediately say it's more of a melting pot than Florida. But anyway. I, dude, it was so sweet because, like, the all the neighborhoods are just mushed together. Yeah. You know? And so you're just walking from, like, house to house. And, I mean, half the, I mean, it's it's Florida. So half the bags, you got fucking tacos and enchiladas. And then <gasps> they the other give houses, you tacos? You no, not really. I wish. I but. wish I could go trick-or-treating and get tacos. Yeah, me too. It's, it's a falsehood. But, I mean, I guess if you live in the barrio, you might. But oh it was my fun. God. There's some things I miss about Florida. I miss the storms in Florida. Oh, the one I love place, a good storm. the lake town that I was telling you we lived in, mm-hmm. it was actually Lake County was the county that we lived in. But uh, there was where we lived. That we had this big backyard, and it was up like our house was at the bottom of the hill. So our big yard went up the hill to a street, and then whenever it would storm, you would see all the insane colors of the sky Uh just coming over that hill. It would be like bright purple and orange and shit. It was the craziest shit. And then you could see the big old storm clouds coming, just getting dark. They're just black with lightning and stuff. And then it would hit you and then it would pass. That's like it rains every day in Florida for a little bit. And so like, but like the storms were always coming off of the lake or the ocean because you're just surrounded by water down there. And it was just, it was sick. I fucking loved it. I love storms. Me too. And the best ones were in Florida. Like, me and my sister got so used to it that we literally slept through Hurricane Andrew. Oh, my God. Which is one of the worst hurricanes to yeah. hit, A, the United States, and specifically Florida. It Like, it was like maybe a mile or two away. There's this whole brand new housing development that got wiped off the face of the earth oh by Hurricane God. Andrew. And we fucking slept through it. My parents were like panicking, looking out the window the whole night, thinking our house is going to blow away. And we just slept through it. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want a hurricane, but I do love a good good storm. Like when I was a senior in high school, Hemfield got a tornado. Tornado. And it actually. Yeah, Hemfield always seems to get the. Is that the one where the kid got famous from the video? Oh my God, yes. Same one? His brother graduated with me. His name is Tyler Tubbs, is the one who got famous. Shout out to Tyler Thompson. Tubbs. Tubbs. Yes. <laughs> his name's Tubbs. <laughs> and his Shout bro- out to Tubby Boy. His brother Ryan graduated with me. And I can remember when that happened because I was supposed to have lacrosse practice on the field, like where the tornado went over. So you know she comes from a well to do family. They did lacrosse. <laughs> yeah. I only played lacrosse my senior year. Only rich people and rapists play lacrosse. <laughs> Listen, they told me lacrosse was like soccer. And it was easy, so I tried it. Word. And I liked it. You played all the tough sports. 
Well, I guess not. But soccer's can be tough. I feel like women's soccer is way tougher than men's soccer. You have, oh, my God. Am I right? Okay. No offense to men, but men's soccer is more of like a drama production. Yeah. yeah. Women's Specifically soccer. Specifically in the U.S. Yes. Women's mm. soccer is like, I want to beat the shit out of your team. Let's go. Yeah. I'm I'm tall. Yeah. Like, if I think of you as an athlete, just from the stories that I've heard, you're like a, a athletic soccer player that would just fucking run trains on people and just house people. But the thing is, is... House them bitches. Yes, I'm tall, but I don't think I ever realized how, like, big I was. Yeah. So, I played outside mid. I ran a lot. And I loved running. <laughs> now, I probably couldn't even run Is down that a more offensive or defensive position? It's both. So midfield, right, you're, midfield, you're right. doing both. Like, you're on offense, but if defense needs help, like, you got to get yeah. back there. So, I was always kind of picked on. Between you and Adam, you're going to have some stout kids. I hope so. Your kids are going to break legs. I hope so. From day one. I just <laughs> They're going to be th- little leg breakers. <laughs> I just hope they don't have huge calves like Adam. Them ham hocks. Oh, my God. But <laughs> I was always picked on to the point where I wasn't necessarily the best player on the team, but I had enough skill where I could get by and be decent enough. But I was big, and people were threatened by that. And there were a couple instances where girls would come after me because they were just frustrated by how I was playing. Yeah, and it wouldn't end well. Well, it only ended bad once, and it was when I I was in. It was when I was in junior college. It was the one Adam and I were dating at this time. Yeah. It was the one time that he didn't come to a game. It was an away game. We were in Ohio, and. I remember it. This girl, I kicked the ball off her and out of the field so that it would be my throw. Yeah. So I'm walking over to get the ball, and I feel something around my neck. I'm like, holy shit, what is that? Well, it's a person. <laughs> She's Some di- dumb broad. She jumped. <laughs> Some fucking clam. <laughs> she jumped up from behind me and was grabbing my neck, and... It was choking me, so I panicked. Like a soccer player, or she was assaulting you? No, she was on my team. Like, she was on the soccer field. Like, she was from the other team. Yeah. So. No, I mean, like, it wasn't just the end of the play, or she was, like, attacking you? So, it technically was the end of the play because the ball had rolled out of the field. Yeah. So, I was supposed to throw the ball back in, but, so there was kind of, like, a break in play. And she jumped on you? She was pissed. Yeah, okay. That's that's what I'm asking. It wasn't yeah, like a collision sorry. at the end of the play. No. She just like was going She after was frustrated okay. because she couldn't get the ball. Okay. So she jumped on my she wrapped her arms around my neck and I freaked out and I'm like, Oh shit. Typical woman can't handle her emotions. <laughs> well, it's ne it's never it's never escalated to this point where yeah. somebody has put their hands on me. Yeah. And if somebody touches me, I'm done. Yeah. I'm not an aggr- I'm not a person who will just go out and punch someone in the face. Yeah. I have to be provoked. So, like don't touch me. Yeah. So I, I get f- that. I grabbed her hands and I flipped her over me. And I f- I heard her smack onto the ground and I sat on top of her and I just punched her in the face over and over and over and over again. And in my head it felt like it was like 5 minutes long, but it was probably like 30 seconds. Yeah. And 
it got to the point where I was punching her and I'm like, this isn't efficient. So I started hammer fisting. <laughs> and the whole guy's team is on the hill behind me going, yeah, Fuck let's yeah. go. Absolutely. They're tech. They're calling out. And they're like, your girlfriend just beat the shit out of this girl. So I get ejected. I go into the locker room. Adam's like, huh? Well, he's <laughs> not, e- he's not even there though. Yeah. So I go into the locker room. I'm I ejected. Thought that was a pretty good Adam impression. <laughs> it, it was pretty good. <laughs> And I call my mom and I start crying. I'm like, Mom, I just assaulted someone. Like, I'm going to jail. I just beat the shit out of this girl. And my dad's like, Yeah, great job. Proud of you. Because my dad was my coach for years. He's yeah. seen me get, like, I don't, like I said, I don't want to say picked on, but like, mugged. Coming after yeah. me, whatever. On the, on the field, you get mugged. And yeah. I've raised fists before, but I've never done anything. And I'm crying. I'm like, Mom, like, I got ejected. I don't know what I'm going to do, blah, blah, blah. She's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm in Ohio. Like, you know where I am. She goes, are you going to be able to leave the state? (laughs) I'm like, uh. Yeah, in a trunk. I can leave in a trunk. I don't know. Like, am I going to get arrested? She's like, I don't know, Megan. You punch someone, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. I'm probably fine. Yeah. So then... The other team found out I was in the locker room. They were like, you have to leave. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean leave? They're like, you're ejected. Like, you can't be in the locker room. Like, you have to leave the premises. So I had to go sit on the curb by the bus for the rest of the rest of the girls game and the whole guys game. Oh, yeah. You guys traveled as a team, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So I had to sit like on a curb by the bus for like two hours. That's pretty badass. As far as soccer goes, that's as punk rock as it gets. <laughs> but it wasn't, it would have been more punk rock if I wouldn't have cried like a little bitch. <laughs> true. That's true. The only fight I've ever, like, legitimate fight I've ever been in. Like, I've been in little scuffles here and there. But, like, the only legitimate fight I've been in was, like, elementary school. Shut up. Yeah. And it was this after school program where, like, you'd go to school and then you'd go to the after school thing in the gym and there's like this little upstairs like room, and uh, is it because like your parents worked late and they couldn't pick exactly, you up? Yeah. Okay, I went to that too, so I, I like yeah. I know what you mean because yeah. my parents worked late and they had to right. come get me. Except and this is Florida, oh, so yeah, everything shit. there's a heightened sense of things, like in three hundred, and it's humid sense of things. Yeah, it's very humid, <laughs> and uh, everything's a little darker. And if sweaty. you know what I mean, like pervy dark. No, it was a. Skin or like skin color, melanin. Oh, joke. I thought you meant like no. Pervy? I was just saying it was more black kids and more Hispanic. Kids. I was gonna say pervy and or the lighting wasn't good. <laughs> you know what? Actually, believe it or not, both. I'll get to the pervy part because there's definitely a pervy. Oh part. my god, I don't want to hear. The no, it's not that part. bad. It's not that bad. It's kind of it's fun. It's a fun story. It's n- pervy is not fun. Well, the story's fun. Oh my Trust god. me, nobody gets as well. <laughs> Don't say nobody gets... Nobody gets physically... Don't say the R word. Nobody gets physically assaulted. Okay. Remind me to get to it, though, because okay. it's fun. I can't tease my audience. And then shout out to my Ecuadorian and Peruvian and French listeners, because other than the U.S., those guys are listening hard. So are they shout here? out to y'alls, man. Are huh? they here? Do they know Ray Spangler? Yeah, dude. My Okay, other than the U.S., my biggest ones, my biggest audiences are French, um, Ecuador, and... I think Colombian's pretty good. Do you know what they're listening for? I don't know. Secret Trump codes. 
Oh, I don't have any. I'll try and find some for you, though. And then Peru, too. Peru's pretty good. Anyway, let me get back to my stories. <laughs> Stop interrupting me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Build that wall. Just kidding. I love you guys. Oh, my God. Stop. It's just a joke that I say all the time. Could you imagine if they build Don't a wall? Don't get me off track. I and gotta they, tell my story. Hold on. If they build a wall and then they take all their food with them. Huh? Like Mexican food. Oh, trust me. The ones that are here are here to stay. <gasps> Sal. Yeah, Sal's good shit. I like Love Sal. Sal. Shout out to Sal Cardenas. Cardenas. Is that a is there a, the tilde over the end? Salvador Cardenas. Cardenas. Yeah, he's good shit. I like Sal. <laughs> Love Sal. I don't know him super well, but I've always had good interactions with him. He's always been a real cool dude. But anyway, so we had this after-school program. And it was funny. I made the, the darker reference with all the ethnic kids. <laughs> got and it. The one I got in a fight with was just a fucking Wonder Bread white boy. Oh, my God. And so he was a super... Like, I've always been pretty nerdy. But, like, this kid was super nerdy. Like but you're I was like Pokemon. cool nerdy. I was Pokemon. This kid was Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, but you're, like, not... I wouldn't say you were nerdy. I'm. S- I would say that you were like, as far as nerd, you were the cooler nerd. Definitely. Like Most you got definitely. along with other people. Most you definitely. weren't like, yeah. I'm gonna sit in the corner and do weird shit. Like there's probably people in my grade that would consider me one of the popular kids. I was in the popular crowd. Yeah. That I'm. I'm doing air quotes. Here. But you were weird. But yeah, I was definitely. <laughs> I've always been weird. But like I could definitely and have always gotten along with the nerdy crowd too. But that's good. You get along yeah. with everyone. No, I'm not yeah. defending myself. I, no, I'm just saying. I've always, I feel like I can get along with anybody. But anyway, excuse me. Ew. So, there was the gym right below this room where mm-hmm. we would hang out. So I would go. I've always been a basketball player. I've, I would go down and just shoot basketball or throw the baseball or whatever in the gym, and it was just me and this other kid. This nerdy fucking kid. Like, <laughs> the way I remember him in my brain is, do you know who the Jonathan Lipnicki is? The actor? Yes. From Stuart He was Little? Stuart, yes. Yeah, exactly. That kid put, like, fifth, So you were, like, the small kid like, with glasses? Not me. The, the other kid. The kid. Okay. The other kid that I ended up beating up. Oh, He God. was, like, fifth, sixth grade, though. So he had, like, the spiky blonde hair, the glasses. Oh, my like, God. The little he... fifth grade kid button-up no, shirt. No, you beat up Stuart he Little's owner. He was dickhead. So I'm just shooting basketball, minding my own business. Okay. And like I said, this kid was a Yu-Gi-Oh kid. <laughs> so he's super nerdy. And so he comes over and he's pretending he's Yu-Gi-Oh characters. And uh Like did he go like Hamehameha? Well that's that's Isn't that one of the Dragon things? Ball like, Z, which oh, shit. I'm a huge fan of, hence why I'm a nerd. I thought that was Yu-Gi-Oh. No. Well it's both anime, but anyway. Oh, so like God. he's pretending he's Yu-Gi-Oh characters and he's doing these like jump kick like karate moves and stuff and he comes he's getting closer and closer to me doing it and i like i'm looking over like yeah okay man like i see you that's cool and i try and do it and then all of a sudden he kicks the ball away from me and starts karate chopping and kicking at me oh my god and i'm like stop like i was kind of confused i'm like what why are you doing that like stop just cut it out yeah i was like just stop and he kept doing it so eventually he like I got mad. He hit me a couple, like physically he kicked me a few times. And I was like, it took me two or three times. I was like, okay, I'm not going to just sit here anymore and let him do this. So he throws a kick and I just grab his leg and I just fucking yank him to the ground by his leg. (laughs) And then I just mount him and I just start punching him like a bunch of times. I'm hitting him a bunch. And then the teacher comes in and yells. And then I got off of him and I got in trouble for it. But like, I fucked this kid up pretty good. 
for a fifth grader. <laughs> and then like there was always like the sixth grade too. Or no, that was, sixth grade was up here. Then fifth grade, we had these three Mexican kids that were in my same class. And they would talk shit to us in Mexico. So they were like Spanish. a gang. Exactly, yeah. I guarantee if they're not in a gang now, that's because they're in prison or dead. I guarantee it. That's how Florida goes. And uh, so they would talk shit to us, and we would go in the back corner of the playground and fight them 3v3 every day. Oh, my God. It was like legit brawls, like legit brawls. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, so like that was like the only like one-on-one legit fight. And then the other ones were kind of 3v3, so we were all kind of brawling. Oh, and we could shit. only do as much as we could in the back corner because the teachers were always like yeah. patrolling the playground. So then the pervy story. Oh, God. So, it was this after-school program. I didn't have to remind you. No, I, I remembered it. It's it's kind of a fun story. <laughs> but, like, so this after-school program, they would bring in these two guys from a karate school, and they would teach karate. Like That like, doesn't li- seem like a good combination. It's not. It wasn't. And especially in Florida. Like, after school, you're yeah. tired. All you want is a cheese stick and a Gatorade. Yeah. I want that now. Like. As a 29-year-old man. But <laughs> Send me home. I don't want to learn your karate mm, shit. It was all huggies and grilled cheeses. Oh, but, uh, that's good, though. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, so, like, if you picture a Florida man that would also be a construction worker. So everyone in Florida. Yeah, that's literally the instructor for this karate and school. And they look a little bit Mexican, not being racist. He's, just his saying. skin is brown as fuck because yeah. he's on a roof all day. He's skinny as fuck because he's a meth addict. He's got long, the, the instructor, long brown hair and a fucking ratty ponytail. And uh, he was always super nice. And I liked him a lot. Like, I want to look like that. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be tan no. and skinny. Well, you're already both of those because you're oh, a thanks. Dago broad. You're so cute. But anyway, <laughs> so like the the head instructor was a nice guy. There's his assistant instructor who was like ratty, blonde, mullet, just fucking shitty jeans. He's not... probably just there for the money. Exactly. And he was creepy. I, I can't remember <laughs> his name. I can't remember either he of their names. He was creepy. But like, so they would come after school for like a couple hours. We'd get into our karate geese and we would kick boards and learn moves and stuff. And uh, it was fine. So then one day, they start passing out these permission slips for us oh, all to get signed by our shit. parents, right? And it, what it is is like all the kids go and stay overnight in the karate gym. No. And we all learn karate moves and we upgrade a belt. No. Nope. Uh, yeah, exactly. Red flag. Exactly. Hi. So. Hashtag rape. Exactly. I love little boys. Right. So, and, well, girls. Well, little girls oh, was the well, thing. I mean, this is where the story's headed. Both? Probably, yeah, probably both. So, me and my sister are super excited. We're going to go stay with all our friends at the karate gym. We take these permission slips home, and my mom immediately was like, no. She's like, you guys don't know it yet. Because this is smart. bad. Exactly. She's just a, a parent with a brain. She's like, this is bad fucking news. She's like, you guys aren't going. We're so bummed. We're pissed. Everyone's going. We can't fucking go. We're mad. So anyway. We I'm don't go. dying. Yeah. So we don't go. And I don't even remember talking with our friends about it afterwards. Like friends that had gone. We don't. I don't remember. So literally months later. Had to be months later. My mom tells us, because she's a court reporter, so she works for the judge. Yeah. She takes, you know, she's in a courtroom. She transcribes everything that they say. Uh Uh-huh. She worked a court case 
where the assistant karate instructor, no, the ratty guy with the fucking ratty no. blonde mullet, was in there. No. He had been breaking into karate students, the girls' houses. No. Because you get all their information. They would get all the information from us. Address and parents and phone numbers and all that. He'd been going to the girls' houses, breaking in while the kids were sleeping. While everyone was sleeping. And then he would go into the little girls' rooms while they were sleeping, steal their panties out of their drawers, and take them home. And he had Pringle jars all over his house that were stuffed full of little girls' panties that he had stolen from their houses. So she worked a case where this guy had broken into a girl's house and was standing in her doorway just watching her sleep. And there was one of those houses where they have the intercoms in the room that go through the whole house. So the girl was like, Daddy, there's a guy in my room watching me sleep. The dad chased him down through the house and he got out of the house. The dad chased him down and caught him and he got arrested. And they went to his house and searched his house and found all the, the little girl's underwear and oh shit in the Pringles can. Yeah. And they were trying to get all of us to go fucking sleep over at their gym and shit. Well, that reminds Dodged me. Dodged a bullet. That is insane. It reminds me of the podcast I was talking about earlier. Well, you brought up My Favorite Murder. My Favorite Murder. It's, that's something that could have escalated. Into a whole different oh, story. Oh, we could have got diddled. Got to get diddled hard. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that, oh, my God. Yep. It's just so and bad. I remember my mom pointed this out to me years later that I don't even remember because I'm just a little kid. They're teaching me karate. That's yeah. awesome. You know what I mean? So she pointed out later that they would, like, be very handsy with, like, here, face this way. Point your arms this way. Let me rub your dick. All over your torso and stuff. They'd oh. be touching, like. And, like, for me, it's not a big deal because I'm a dude. But, like, my sister, if they're touching your torso and yeah. stuff, that's where some important stuff is. Like, yeah. Boobies. So they were, like, yeah. So they were very, like, handsy and creepy Oh, my God. Yeah. That's insane. Right. Like, even just on My Favorite Murder, yeah. there's so many people that will write in. They have, like, mini-sodes where they read emails. There's a ton of people who will email stuff in like that like i used to do this when i was little and i thought it was normal but yeah. it was really fucked up and that's all it always is with kids that get fucking abused and stuff they don't know any better and if they do they get made to feel like it's wrong to yeah. say anything so that it just happens you know because they don't know any better and that's <sighs> that's the worst part is well it's not the worst part but like other than them abusing them is they're mentally taking advantage of these kids because they don't know any better it's crazy it's fucked up and that's why people grow up and be fucked up yeah and i mean i think i always thought that me liking true crime or being fascinated by murder or things like that was weird yeah but i guess i don't like it in the weird sense i like it in the fact that i care for the victim yeah and i want to know like what happened that led him yeah. to this it's point. It's super interesting. There's a lot of like psychological shit that goes into it. That's and really like you got to wrap your brain around how yeah. just the mind works and stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot of research going into head trauma from when that people are children. Yeah. Especially with murderers. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's signs that they had a head trauma or that they were 
violent towards animals yeah. or things like that when they were young that hey this is a warning sign let's look into this yeah. now so that they don't become a serial murderer right. and kill people and ruin other people's lives that's like the one i don't think it was the virginia tech shooting i think it was the one that whatever the one that happened in the 70s on a college campus this guy took yeah. I think it like he took a rifle up into a tower and was just like sniping people oh, on shit. a campus. But he, on his way to do that, he killed every person that he came in contact with on his way to the campus that day. Like he woke up, his mom was there, killed his mom. <gasps> Went out, his neighbor said hi, he killed his neighbor. Oh Everybody that he came in contact with, he killed them on the way to do it. And they like checked his brain out afterwards. Because I think... He either got killed by the cops or, or killed himself, whatever it was. They checked his brain out, and he had a big old hemorrhage, I think, on, like, whatever lobe, maybe his frontal lobe, whatever the lobe is that has your, um, like, uh, limits your inhibitions and stuff. Yeah. He had a big old, like, hemorrhage on that, and it was severely affecting his brain function. Yeah. And it was like, that's they, they can accurately attribute that to why he did that because he wasn't his brain was not working correctly yeah you know and it's like all these people are crazy and they do wild shit like that and it's almost always they can when they analyze the brain afterwards there was almost always a problem well i know right now there's a podcast um let me look for it but it's about aaron hernandez yeah yeah he had crazy cte and honestly swear to god I didn't know what CTE was until literally the other day. Yeah, it's it's a new thing that's really getting... I mean, it's not new, but people's study of it is pretty new. Yeah, so Adam was watching this like 30 for 30 on mm -hmm. ESPN, and they were talking about football players and CTE and stuff like that, and... I said to him, I was like, oh, what is that? He's like, oh, that's what a lot of the football players are having now from like, concussions and of stuff. Football players. So this podcast is called Gladiator. It's by the Boston Globe. <laughs> and it literally goes into everything that happened to Aaron Hernandez mm -hmm. up until the point that he died. So it talks about his brain damage from football. And all that stuff. And I mean, yeah, he wasn't necessarily the best guy. Well, he had a horrible upbringing, too. Correct. He was sexually abused and all that kind of shit. And that affected him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it even says in here, best known for investigation of the sexual abuse scandal. And, I mean, it talks about his brain mm -hmm. and what he was going through. And I mean, it's sad that he died in jail, but... Yeah killed himself in jail correct yeah but it goes into how his brain was functioning and i mean i have depression and i was the kind of person that growing up i was like i'll never be that way like yeah that's not me but it happened and it's crazy because yeah i realized it happened and i'm i'm good but there's a lot of people who don't realize yeah. it. And then, not that they end up like Aaron Hernandez, but there's other factors that attribute to that yeah, to, that go into their brain. Yeah, you add childhood trauma and yeah. stuff on that. And they just, a lot of people will 
say like because i i've had depression too you yeah know? so like we're i think pretty high functioning adults for the most part yeah but you add people that aren't that have had a lot of other traumas like psychological traumas in their life they don't handle it the same way mm-hmm. you know and then it's one of those things where it kind of spirals out of control you know who who knows what it'll what it'll end up doing yeah and i mean this podcast has five star ratings mine i wish <laughs> <laughs> sorry gladiator <laughs> um but i liked listening to it because it was informative it wasn't trying to force an opinion on you. It was just laying out everything in front of you and saying, this is what happened. Yeah. This is why. And take it as you want. Yeah. Which was cool because, I mean, Aaron Hernandez was a football star. Mm. I'm sure there was a ton of stuff in the media about him that wasn't true or was true and we yeah. don't know the truth. But when he died, it was a big deal. Yeah, he also had apparently a lot of like homosexual stuff going on too. Yeah, they said that he was confused about his sexuality, but that's almost the thing. Like football players are portrayed as so masculine that the fact if somebody would come and be like, "Oh, I like dudes," they'd be like, "Okay, no, see ya." Not only that, but he suffered sexual abuse as a kid. Yeah, which almost always ends up affecting the sexuality of a, of the adult. You know? Yeah, and I mean... Not that there's anything wrong with being homosexual. Correct. But, like, if... Let's let's say, because, like, I don't really know how it works, but I have to assume that you're born with the sexual tendencies that you're going to have later on in life. Like, if they're completely unaffected as you're growing up, you're going to end up with the sexual tendencies that you were born with. Mm Mm-hmm. But... Along the way, if they're affected in some way by a traumatic experience, that's going to alter Maybe, it like, lean way. you towards a certain right. way. Right, yeah. And like, it's going to alter it in some way. Like, for instance, not not necessarily comparing the two sexualities, but, like, when adults are um, pedophiles, yeah. that's almost 100% of the time they were sexually abused as a child. Yeah. So... It stands to reason it's that, like normal that to was them. The, an effect of it. That was yeah. a cause of it. You know what I mean? So, like, my point being that when you're young and you don't develop sexually yet and you're affected by some kind of sexual trauma, that's going to affect it in some way, you know? Yeah. And it's almost like somebody else is making that decision for you. Exactly, yeah. Like, nobody should have that decision made for them before they decide it themselves. Yeah, and I mean, I've been around people who are gay, if that's the correct term. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. I mean, it doesn't bother me. That's their choice, whatever. I mean, it makes them happy, so that's fine. Mm -hmm. And it shouldn't be a problem. I mean, somebody who grows up without that, trauma in their life or anything like that and they just know that they're different yeah. and they feel that way cool go with it yeah like whatever whatever makes you happy exactly. but somebody who i guess was abused and is confused and doesn't know what is right it's almost like it goes back to 
this is what happened to me when I was young, so this is what's comfortable to me, yeah. and this is what I like. A hundred percent, yeah. That's like a lot of, um, like, rape victims. Mm-hmm. They, afterwards, end up being drawn to the, like, physically abusive sexual stuff. Because it's like, my understanding, and it's not a very vast understanding Correct. of it, but, like, my understanding of the few things that I've seen is like a rape victim a lot of times will be into being choked or hit or just like physically abused during sex because it's kind of their way of controlling it. Like they were in a situation that they had no control of where they were abused. So it's their way of kind of controlling the situation that they didn't have control over before. Yeah. And it's, it's like it's taking it back to when it first happened and okay, yeah, they were scared, but then they were like, okay, this is all right. It's like they became desensitized to it. Yeah. And or, this, it or became they just normal. Not necessarily desensitized, but they changed it in their brain to make it okay. Yeah. And yeah. like, this is what I'm used to. Okay, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if, if you turn it into something you enjoy, then it can't hurt you. Correct. Yeah. And I mean, I have no experience with that. I yeah, no I could I. be talking out of my ass. I have no clue. Right. We're just spitballing here. We're yeah. Not, we're not experts on this yeah. shit. But, I mean, as far as podcasts go. Yeah. Full circle. Rock and roll talk. It's all holla. <laughs> I listened to another podcast. And it's about, I'm I read a lot. Yeah, and it's pop- I I thought about that the other day because I have a big old crate full of books mm-hmm. that I really love, but I haven't really worked my way through. Okay, and I'm like, I wish I could read as much as Meg does because you'll crush through like a book in like a couple days. Yeah, I and just like I wish I could do that. I but finished I just a can't. book today, and it just blows my mind that people can read that fast. I just like when I everybody in school, you're hey, you have to read this. This is what you have to do, but I didn't necessarily like what I was reading in school. Yeah. But then I found other things that I liked and I continued to want to read. Right. So I've gotten into fantasy novels, yeah. which I didn't think I ever would, mm-hmm. which they're kind of amazing because it's like this person's creating this world for you to dive into and it's cool. I've almost exclusively read fantasy stuff. I like, um, honestly, I like anything. I just finished a book today. It was called Heroin. Mm. It was about this girl. Fun she's, stuff. Well, <laughs> yeah. She's a high school senior. Was in a car accident. Had surgery. Was prescribed Oxy. Mm-hmm. Got addicted to the Oxy. Mm-hmm. Met all these friends who could sell her pills. Blah blah blah. And then the pills dry up. Went to heroin. And then she goes to heroin. I know a bunch All of people f- personally that have done that. Yeah. And I mean, I've never experienced drugs that way. I mean, yes, I've seen weed and I've smoked and got high. Yeah. But I've never touched anything else. I don't even... I literally don't even know where I would find drugs. Yeah. I've never... I've never ever been able to call someone and be like, Hey, can you get me this? Like, never. Yeah. So I'd be like in Walmart, be like, hey, can you get me some drugs? Like, Mm -hmm. I have no clue. Y'all won't buy some drugs. But it was just crazy. Like, this book, it escalated, but in a way where it seemed like 
oh shit, this is actually what happens. It is what happens. It's crazy. I have personal friends that have gone through that exact same yeah. thing. Yeah. So this podcast, it's called Teen Creeps. Oh shit. Oh, is he calling? Put on speaker. Hello. Hey, what's up? I'm podcasting with Ray. What are you doing? Oh, I am currently just getting into the house. So where are you at? Do you want to come up here? Where are you at? Her- Ray's house? Yeah. Meatball's old house. Well, Meatball's old house. Yeah. Is it the one by the cemetery? Yeah. Or past the church, I mean? Yeah. By the cemetery? All right. I'll do All right. Word. All right, love you. I'm bringing Ruby. <gasps> okay. I'm just kidding. You can if you want. Uh, she might tackle Handy. Hand- She's not no, here. No, H- Hendrix isn't here. Huh? Hendrix isn't here. Oh, well, I don't want to bring Ruby anyway. She wouldn't have... That's fine. He doesn't have to. She'll shit on the floor. <laughs> All right. All right, bye. Oh, it's so exciting. He just hangs up. I thought he was going to for sure go home and pass out. I thought, well, oh my God. Well, I guess he hasn't been boozing, so he's no. probably He's probably long. just tired, though. Um, But anyway, this podcast, it's called Teen Creeps. And they review, like, old creepy books. Yeah. And, like, they did Stephen King's Pet Cemetery, oh, which... Have you seen the new one yet? No, but the old movie, it used to be my favorite movie when oh. I was, like, 10. I watched it with uh, She Who Must Not Be Named, like, last year around Halloween. The old one. The original, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, man, that movie, I think, really still holds up. Listen, it used to be my favorite movie, and I think that's why I'm so fucked up now. <laughs> like, I used to love that movie. It's so messed up. But they would talk about V.C. Andrews, who's an author, and she wrote these books that were, I mean, pretty messed up. She wrote this book. It's called uh, Not Flowers in the Attic. Shit, I can't remember. Toys in the Attic. No. Just kidding. Hold on. I have it in my album. Kindle. <laughs> but Keeping it music. Rock and roll. <laughs> she wrote this book, and it was pretty much about this girl. And her parents made her think that she had a sister that died and she was like the replacement blah 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 whatever she wasn't as good she wasn't as pretty sucked whatever that's pretty similar to pet cemetery it was called it's called my sweet audrina okay so basically the dad of the family is like mind fucking this poor girl Thinking that she's the one who, like, killed her sister. Better than regular fucking that poor girl. No, she he did, though. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and, like, he had her so brainwashed. He would, like, take her to a grave and be like, this is your dead sister, blah, blah, blah. And she was actually the girl, but she, like, got raped. And he was trying to cover it up for her. And she, like, really, it's so messed up. It sounds but up. the podcast... Teen Creeps covers the whole book and it actually made me want to read the book because they made it sound good. Did you read it yet? I didn't get through the whole thing. You I had read to stop it. Reading it. I read it last year. It got a little repetitive. I was over it. Oh, okay. So I just quit. 
Yeah, I can't. I I just I as I get older, I find myself just saying no to stuff like that because yeah. I just don't need that energy in and my life. You know, there are books like. You probably think I read a, t- a shit ton of books. You definitely read a shit ton of books. I do, but sometimes there's books that I read and I'm like, okay, I can't even get through this. And I DNF, which is like, do not finish. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I DNF them. I'm done. I get halfway through. I'm like, fuck this. I don't want to waste my time. So, yeah. I mean, there's instances where I'm like, oh, I just can't do it. We're done. But I bet you've read... More books in three months than I've read in my whole life. I wouldn't say in your whole life. I, Dude, honestly, start to I finish. I keep track, so let me look. Start to finish, it has to be like 15 tops. Let me see how many I've read this year, because I'm on Goodreads. Follow me. <laughs> I have read 13 books this year. Exactly. I'm saying 15 I've read my whole life. My goal this year is 50. My goal is one. <laughs> hey, I have some really good recommendations, so if I can hook you up. The ones I do want to get back into, though, that I really enjoyed are... Um, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Those are seven of the ones that I've read. <laughs> but uh, So there's probably maybe not even eight other ones. But um, the ones that I do want to get back into that I have are the first and second volume of uh, Sherlock Holmes, which okay. I really enjoyed. Yeah. But I just like... I was young and they were a little too wordy, so like I'd get through some of them and then I'd quit and then I just quit going back to them. That's how I was with Harry Potter. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, I crushed through Harry Potter. I didn't read Harry Potter until I was like twenty. That's interesting. I mean, you're get how old are you? I'm twenty five. Okay, so yeah. I'll be twenty six in two weeks. Word. What month is it? April. April. Okay. May second. So May second. Okay. I didn't know that. I don't think I knew that. You're not a true friend. I mean, I'll remember it now. <laughs> yeah. What's something's due on the second? <laughs> there's a there's a bill due on the second. <laughs> My mortgage. Fuck. Oh, you're old. You're an you're an old married lady. Listen though. You got a mortgage. A mor- Adam has mortgage? the mortgage. I'm not even on it. Nice. Keep it that way. Like, I could leave exit. your ass and you're your, stuck. Yeah, that makes your exit strategy a lot better. Oh, my God. I have to pee again. Okay, that's good because I also have to pee. How long, <laughs> before we go pee, how long do you think we've been going? An hour? That's your guess, an hour? Yeah. Hour 14. Okay. Breeze Listen, through, right? I thought this was going to be hard because I don't even know what to talk about. Dude, this is what we do every time we meet. We just bullshit. But I feel like I'm annoying. You're not. Well, I think I am. Like, personally, I think, I think I I'm annoying. I know for a fact that I'm annoying. Shut up. I am annoying. And so am I. <laughs> so we get along. No one's going to listen to this. And I have to piss my hands. Maybe we can talk Adam into sitting down and getting third mic going. He'll do it. I know he will. He might not, though. He might be tired. This is going to be like a three-part podcast. Oh, definitely. Definitely got to do another one with you and him from the get-go. Oh, my God. Where we'll start drinking. Sober. No, we'll start. Like, we'll all start together. We'll start sober. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm buzzed. Yeah, I'm I'm actually not. I feel like I'm more tired than I am. You weren't drinking as much as I was. I don't know if that's true. How many drinks have you had? All night? Yeah. Seven. Okay. 
I had. But I've. Been, I'm not gonna say it out loud. <laughs> I've been mixing a little. Not not like heart like beer to liquor. We're just, even. Yeah. We're even. Okay. That that I'm counting shots. Oh shit. Okay. Eight. Okay. Well then we're not even. You're one ahead of me. Woo. All right. All right. We'll pause and pee and then pee. hopefully come back with a cheese dog. Mike a yeller. All right, we're back. Adam ruined it. There's a cheese dog with us now. No, I wouldn't say ruined. Hold on, though. He makes most he situations He can't even better. be called cheese dog anymore because the last time he ordered hot dogs, he didn't uh, even get cheese on She's outing you. The world <laughs> imploded. The world's fine. <laughs> and cheese dog's here, so the world's Look even better. He's just sitting here like a beach model, legs spread. Just sexiest. I think he might be stretching. I'm the not nice sure. pink hue to his skin. <laughs> he got a sun. Yeah, he got For a sunburn in the fresh car. Fresh out of the Philly sun. Oh my god, <laughs> the dirty sun. Screw yeah. Philly. <laughs> out east. <laughs> All right, well, we'll wrap it up. Meg, thanks for doing this podcast. Thanks for letting me talk about random shit. Yeah, thanks for uh, letting me uh, pop your podcast virginity instead of Josh Rittenauer. I can't hey, do it too, my roommates just sleeping, so I can't do it too loud. <laughs> I was just nervous, though, because, I mean, I don't know what to talk about. I mean, yeah. it's random shit. I told you it'd be fine. But uh, next time we'll do me, you, and Adam, and it'll be fun. You know, because Adam's cool. Yeah, I'd like to try and get one in maybe while T-Bone's home. No, forget it. No, I don't want to forget it. I've we been saying need, it for years now. <laughs> we don't need Aaron's big ass in here. I do. He'll, okay. That's not on mic. So what Adam said was, she doesn't want to do it because she knows Aaron will rip her ass apart, especially in a podcast. Especially in a podcast. But that's because Aaron loves me. That's a, that's how he shows affection. Yeah, he's a good roaster though. He don't want to get yeah. roasted. Yeah. Like a roasted T-bone. Whatever. T-bone roasted. All right. Well, Meg, do you got anything you want to plug? No. No. My. You're not you doing any more designing? <laughs> what do you plug? Oh, you know what? No. You're, you're officially the first girl that I've had on this podcast. <gasps> Go me. If you don't count me, Paul. And, hashtag, I, and I do, but... <laughs> hashtag badge. Hashtag feminism. We out you. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you're not doing designing or anything? I mean, hey, if you need interior design and you want it cheap, I'll help you out. Need to build my portfolio? Yeah, makes good shit. Call me. I got you. Adam's going to shut on me. Hold on. M. Gennaro hyphen McElvain designs. Daddy's trying to be a home papa. Adam just wants to stay home and take the care of our dog. The scariest stay-at-home daddy in the world. He just wants to stay home, <laughs> eat Cheetos, and take care of Ruby. Yeah. Adam, you got anything to plug? Arch Cafe. We'll plug the Arch Cafe. Wednesday nights, steak Wednesday night. Wednesday nights, go get you the best steak you have fucking here. Butter and all. Yeah. All right, follow me. I'm on some social media. Uh, what are they? Okay, so. The Twitters. Yeah, I'm on Twitter. I've, let me let me pull up my handles. I've never actually done this. <laughs> I do not have Twitter. I'm on Instagram and Facebook, but I'm boring on both. Okay. At, on Twitter, I'm Ray Spangler at Ray Ray underscore 1117. And on Instagram, I'm just Ray maybe underscore Spangler. You'll find me. It'll be fine. We'll be okay. There's only one Ray Spangler. The only one that matters, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> Baby boy. There are two other ones in my immediate family, but the only one that matters is me. Yeah. So, uh, Rock and Roll Talking Soul, check it out. Like, subscribe, listen, share, follow, blah, 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 comment, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's how it goes. All right, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.